0: Welcome to the Inclusive Enterprise Podcast with host Charlotte Hughes. Charlotte is founder and CEO of Inclusive Leaders Group, a strategic consulting firm specializing in diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI as a business strategy and competitive advantage. An inclusive enterprise is a company or organization striving for a diverse, equitable, and inclusive workplace culture aligned with their overall business strategy. The Inclusive Enterprise Podcast is your community. Every two weeks, you'll hear Charlotte and her guests who are distinguished, inclusive leaders who have safe and transformational conversations with actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your workplace and your career. Now it's time for your daily dose of DEI as a business strategy. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Inclusive Enterprise Podcast. Charlotte Hughes here, CEO and Principal Leader of Inclusive Leaders Group. Our special guest today is Myra Morales, Senior Director in the Office of Diversity and Inclusion and Global Health with Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center in El Paso, Texas, also known as TTUHSC. Welcome, Mayra.
1: How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Charter, for this wonderful opportunity. I'm excited to be here today. Just a little bit about myself. I am a first-generation Mexican-American, born and raised in El Paso, and although Spanish was my first language, I don't speak too terrible in English either. (laughs) I am, as you mentioned, the Senior Director for the Office of Diversity, Inclusion, and Global Health. I have a background in psychology and executive business administration. I graduated from Texas A&M in 2014 with a Master's of Business Administration. I joined Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center in El Paso in 2009, where I began working as a research coordinator for the Center of Excellence in Neurosciences on research Studies related to bipolar disorder and schizophrenia among Latinos. I have been with the Office of Diversity, Inclusion, and Global Health uh, since 2012. And uh, health paved the way for diversity, inclusion, and global health and diversity on campus since the inauguration of the office. I, I work to ensure and facilitate an integrated vision and shared responsibility for diversity. Under my leadership in the office, we continue to administer programs that value and embrace diversity and global health dimensions on campus, in the El Paso community, and beyond borders.
0: Excellent. I know that Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center El Paso is the only health sciences center along the U.S.-Mexico border that provides the opportunities and environment for direct intellectual and interpersonal exchanges among those in nursing, medical, dental, and graduate research students on one campus. And I also know that it's the fourth, the fourth of five universities in the Texas Tech University system and is made up of four schools. It's the Paul L. Foster School of Medicine, the Gail Greve Hunt School of Nursing. The L. Frederick Francis Graduate School of Biomedical Sciences, and the Woody L. Hunt School of Dental Medicine. So I know that this is a very important year. Apparently it marks the 12th annual Cultural Competence Conference. So congratulations on all of your successes. You must certainly have filled a, a need and a void for education and information in this space. I know you've told us a little bit about yourself. What has inspired TTUHSC to launch the first conference? What was that, back in 2012?
1: That's correct, and uh, thank you for that. El Paso is around 80% predominantly Latinae or Hispanic, and our institution has been dedicated to improving the lives of people in our community by focusing on the unique um, healthcare needs of socially and culturally diverse border populations through excellence in integrated education, research and patient care. Therefore, launching the Cultural Competence Conference enhances interpersonal interactions within our healthcare system and ensures that services are delivered to the community in a culturally humane manner. Um, Because of our distinctive community, It is important for our institution to learn about societal changes, recognizing the importance of cultural competence in addressing social issues such as health disparities and inequality inspired individuals or organizations such as ours to create a conference that focuses on educating and empowering participants to become more culturally competent. This conference offers opportunity for our Texas Tech and El Paso community to learn these principles.
0: Wonderful. This has been going on for quite some time. And how has the conference evolved over all of these years in terms of the focus? And you obviously have been doing some very successful and impressive work to have this annual education program for so many years.
1: You have had three stages of diversity focus. The first, which was a fundamental understanding of diversity, equity, and inclusion, the second stage of uh, incorporating best practices on your day to day. And lastly, where we're at with right now is with all- allyship, because that is as an effective allyship requires humility, empathy, and commitment to long term engagement.
0: It certainly does. And we could really expand on that on a whole nother topic because of how critical it is. And so it also ties into the fact that there are individuals who are attracted to coming to this conference for that very reason to be better allies who typically attends these conferences and this one coming up.
1: Although this educational activity is designed for all healthcare professionals and community organization staff, we usually have the honor of hosting all students, staff, and faculty from all four schools. Um, as well as physicians and residents from our clinics. Uh, we also invite members from our local uh, general uh, academic university, UTEP, as well as individuals from our sister university in Lubbock. That is great. And UTEP is? It is the University of Texas in El Paso.
0: Wonderful. And so cultural competence is a foundational skill in healthcare. So what is the focus of this year's conference?
1: As we spoke about earlier, we've evolved to the stage of allyship. This theme involves building authentic relationships with marginalized individuals and communities, acknowledging and rectifying mistakes, and continuously striving to create a more equitable and inclusive society.
0: That sounds wonderful. What other themes are important in 2023?
1: Inclusive leadership. Charlotte, will you share insights? You know, I
0: will, and I'm so honored to be invited to speak at that conference because as you and I know, many leaders are already aware of what inclusive leadership is typically, and they understand its importance, but they often get stuck. They want to demonstrate their commitment to DNI and i and be great role models for inclusion, but oftentimes they struggle to translate that desire into day-to-day leadership actions. So we'll be talking about that and how to apply inclusive leadership behaviors in daily interactions. And so I also, so I'm really excited, by the way, to be able to join you and be able to start that conversation. And so I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And I understand that Dr. Charmaine Martin, Associate Professor of Family Medicine and Interim Dean of Student Affairs with the Foster School of Medicine, has received the prestigious Profiles in Diversity Journal 2022 Black Leadership Award. And I also know that she is chair of the D&I Council and will be offering opening remarks. So how has D&I work progressed at TTU HSC?
1: Dr. Martin is amazing. She, uh, along with uh, her leadership, here with CDI has worked to cultivate diversity and inclusion as a strength across campus and our partners by promoting cultural, humility, awareness, inclusion, mutual respect, and equity through training and educational a program sponsored by our office. We're very lucky to have her. She's amazing.
0: Oh, That's exciting. And I, and I also know that she's a native, right? She's born in El Tasso
1: That's correct. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So she has deep insights, into the evolution, right? Well, also curious about what's one piece of advice that you can share with our listeners about cultural competence and inclusive leadership?
1: If I can share one piece of advice, it would be to actively listen and prioritize diverse perspectives. When engaging with individuals from different cultures and backgrounds, uh, make genuine effort to understand their experiences values and needs
0: would you share any other work or accomplishments that have been done by the diversity council because it's clear that you have put a path and a strategy together that makes it possible for you to even celebrate and educate on this and other work for all these years so tell us a little bit more about the unique work that you're doing
1: yeah, absolutely. The council has really helped us here on campus to embrace humility. They have also pushed the envelope to create a safe space for our students, our clini- our, our clinics, our patient care. They're actively seeking feedback on how from individuals with different diverse backgrounds to gain insight into our blind spots and areas for growth. They have definitely educated our community, our Texas Tech community. They continuously educate themselves about different cultures, histories, and social issues. They've invested time in reading, attending workshops, and even engaging in conversations that expand our knowledge and understanding. They've built diverse networks. They've cultivated relationships with individuals from diverse backgrounds. We have had our indigenous groups here of the El Paso area to our community here at Texas Tech. And, and so we know that we have now started these networking connections with them so that we can continue to understand how to better provide healthcare for for our community and surrounding areas they've been adaptable and flexible they've recognized cultural competence and inclusive leadership they 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 have had different approaches and it's been they've been flexible in adapting these practices and needs for our community as i said and uh, they've been actively listening and prioritizing diverse perspectives um they have uh really helped us in bringing in people from our community and our surrounded community, and and our faculty here on campus to our programming, such as the Cultural Competence Conference, so that we can learn and expand um, our education. When they are treating our patients, uh, they are culturally humane and prepared.
0: Wonderful. I mean, the networking is so critical, the relationship building, and basically listening and continuously learning is part of that process. And the fact that you put that practice and that process and in place for so many years too for that matter is is a testament to the work that you're doing and the change that you're making um, not only in your your area and your organization but also in the community absolutely excellent what's one piece of advice that you would share with our listeners about cultural competence and inclusive leadership
1: I would say create a safe space, fostering an environment where individuals feel comfortable expressing their unique perspectives and identities. Oftentimes, they lead us to respect different viewpoints and really invite different individuals from our surroundings. It really helps us in expand our perspectives when we leave behind the affinity, of uh, bias, or we we open up seats for individuals to be inclusive. The table's long and there's plenty of seats and allowing individuals to be part of that table is important. That's how we learn. That's how we provide better understanding for everyone.
0: And That is so well said because I like the way you describe it as the table is long and there are plenty of seats and that it is A table of discussion and discovery and curiosity. And it's also an opportunity to really connect, right? To really start to understand different ways of thinking, different cultures, and how they can meld together as opposed to just being it has to be one way or the other. And Inclusive Leaders Group, we do believe in creating safe spaces because those who want to be allies are nervous, And oftentimes, they're a little bit afraid of making mistakes. So creating that safe space is so important to make that dialogue and relationship building possible. So I totally identify with that, and I love the way you shared that information. And it's great advice, no doubt.
1: Thank you. And and if I can add, I think this is why the Cultural Competence Conference is so important, not only for our Texas Tech community, but for our surrounding areas, because we are, with this conference, responding to a need. We're recognizing a lack of awareness or understanding around cultural competence within a specific community that will inspire someone else to launch a conference or Provide programming that will aim to fill gaps such as these mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. And provide a platform for education, dialogue, and skill building. Really, that's we are trying to build excellent patient care. And I think this is the way you do it, by providing these supplemental educational components.
0: Absolutely. And by making it open to so many, right?
1: Absolutely. Just narrow Mm
0: -hmm. that focus. But you've certainly demonstrated that inclusivity Mm -hmm. in your work. (laughs) <laughs> Wonderful. How can people find out more about this event and register?
1: As, as we live in the world of technology, everything is at a, a click away. So now everybody has Instagram, I'm sure. Um, they can visit our Instagram page at TTUHSC underscore ODIGH. And all of the information about cultural competence, our office, our programming, even our website can all be found by clicking on the bio to learn, to learn more about who we are and what we do. That is
0: great. Excellent. Thank you for joining us, Mayra, on the Inclusive Enterprise Podcast. You have so much to be proud of and to look forward to. You're doing such outstanding work. And, in, and according to Dr. Martin, and I quote, advancing diversity and inclusion in healthcare requires patience understanding and a willingness to learn and i couldn't agree with her more what are your thoughts
1: absolutely i agree as well okay
0: well, as usual please visit inclusiveleadersgroup.com for the best and next practices regarding workplace diversity equity and inclusion while there subscribe to the Inclusive Enterprise podcast and look over our free thought leadership resources, including guides and tip sheets on intersectionality, neurodiversity, allyship, and much more. Looking forward to getting together at the next episode of the Inclusive Enterprise Podcast. Podcast.
1: Uh, I appreciate your time, you know, for giving us the platform to uh, talk about our conference and the work that we do. Because oftentimes we've been here since 2012, we've been doing it, and it's good to to become a little bit more visible on on the things that we do. People
0: need to know the good work that's being done, and particularly, is it true that your professionals are expected to learn to speak Spanish, right?
1: At this university, yes, that's actually one of the things that is required from our university. Mm -hmm. That is
0: the first step in cultural competence of being able to communicate and understand language preferences, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. And one of the things that you mentioned about learning how to speak Spanish, that's actually one of the things that really makes... Not only Texas Tech, but El Paso, very unique. We are very different and unique from other cities. We are as basic as the different time zones. We are the only mountain time uh, city in comparison to other uh, cities in Texas. Um, Yeah, and we are a border city. Uh, We border U.S.-Mexico, so we're right across from Juarez. And our proximity to Mexico really influences our culture, cuisine, and the vibrant cross-border connections. I know that we have been able to embrace our binational identities, and we celebrate the blending of Mexican-American traditions because of that. It's been wonderful to see that, bring it over, see it here in our actual Texas Tech community. We see that often.
0: And I do remember I had presented to a community of HR and learning leaders about maybe eight years ago in Mexico, and we were talking about corporate universities, and Mm -hmm. while I didn't speak fluent Spanish, there was an interpreter, and it was a wonderful conference that I facilitated the topic of establishing a corporate university and the challenges, but also the benefits of doing so. And so I really understood the value and the vibrancy of the culture in Mexico and also applaud you on your ability to not only embrace, but embed the variety of experience and culture so that everyone who's in the university and in the healthcare system has an appreciation and also a continuous learning opportunity to Go from Mm -hmm. social
1: competence
0: to maybe even cultural
1: proficiency. Great. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And and we're looking forward to uh, your visit here to El Paso.